You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good morning to you. Happy Monday, the 2nd of August for 2020-21. Yes, correct. We have ticked over July into August. By July. Hello, August. There's nothing really that rhymes with August, is it? No. No. All Straight I think out, of no. is that, um, you know that Meryl Streep movie where she was that really angry mother? Nope. Uh, you didn't miss much. <laughs> anyway, good morning to you, Bayside. Hope you are doing well. Bit chilly outside. Not too bad, though. Yeah. I felt colder in the morning well, that, than I did. This is true. This is true. But, hey, we're marching out of winter. How exciting is that? So good. Weekend wrap on the way, but it's time for our brekkie Whoa. banger. Eight minutes past seven for your Monday morning. We're wrapping up what's occurred in the last 48 hours across the weekend. We'll kick off this morning. By talking about what's happened up north in Queensland on Saturday, it became apparent that transmission, local community transmission of the Delta variant had been occurring through a school. As a result of that, precautionary measure was taken by the state of Queensland. They went into lockdown from 4pm on Saturday afternoon in 11 local government areas, caused chaos across the country. Yeah, no, it's not been very nice with this Delta variant, but hopefully it is only the three days and that everyone up there stays safe. And, um, yeah, mm. harshest lockdown for Queensland so yeah, far. Pretty harsh and concerning, though, considering they had their highest community transmission in uh, 12 months and it caused chaos for all the sporting codes as well. The NRL having to halt most of their games on the Saturday and the AFL having to move yeah. all their teams back to Melbourne. And some of them, fortunately, didn't fly up to Queensland. But yeah, five-day, five-game day yesterday for, for the AFL. Yeah, it was almost like the Olympics, the AFL. It's crazy how much sport was going on. But Nuts. no, it is a very timely reminder just to keep doing what we're doing, Victoria. Stay safe because, as we know, things can change very, very quickly. But mm. hey, in some more uplifting news, Bianco, we had another big weekend for our Aussies at the Olympics as we officially have hit fourth place on the medal leaderboard, which is a huge achievement. How good. With some seriously amazing stuff, both in the pool sailing and in BMXing as well. I didn't mm. even know we were doing okay in that. Yeah. Um, so yesterday saw us actually break the record for the most gold medals Australia has ever won in a single day with an amazing weekend for swimmer Emma McKeon, who has won a whopping seven medals at this Olympics, plus the four she won at Rio, making her the biggest medal winner of any Australian Olympian in history, with the record just being broken by Ian Thorpe and Liesl Jones, who each had nine. And amazingly, they were commentating yesterday, so they saw it happen and they were obviously yeah. thrilled. Mm. Um so, yeah, let's just see how we go this next week at the Olympic Games. But off to a very good start, us Aussies. Yeah, it was amazing as well for the Italians. They claimed the fastest 100 metre in the men's section as well. Marcel Jacobs, it was incredible. I saw his semi-final heat and he just sort of sneaked in. Yep. And all of a sudden he jumped through and, and he got the win. Yeah, didn't he ask for two gold medals as well? <laughs> No, 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 I think you're mistaking him for the high jumpers. Oh, yeah, the high that's jumpers, yes. I think the Canadian and the Italian, they decided, right, let's call this a draw because we're both not going to get over. I think it was 2.39 metres. Hey, as a former competing um, high jumper, I know it's hard, it's hard. I only went about a metre, but anyway, I can still talk. <laughs> um, hey, some sad news for General Hospital fans over the weekend. With actor Jay Pickett passing away on set of his latest film, very suddenly he was preparing for a scene at the age of 60. Now, obviously, there is an investigation as to what happened, but very, very sad news. So young. Mm, yeah, thoughts to his family and those close to him. 
That's good to hear at all. That's the weekend wrap for your Monday morning. Plenty more still to come here on Monday Breakfast with Carl and Catherine. 3, morning. Giving off the wrong vibe. Ooh. Done it plenty of times. I'm sure you have as well. It's just, you know, a human thing to do. In a couple, though, as a couple, I've never done it. I mean, Wait, what do you mean? Like, when you're in a relationship. Yeah. And you decide to make a decision as a couple. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... It's quite funny to read this story of a UK couple who decided to holiday together. No, no, not them holidaying together. What they actually found themselves in, scenario-wise. Look, as couples do, they decided to buy similar swimwear. Um, No one does that, can we just say? <laughs> Nobody does Sorry, that. As some couples do. Minority. Anyway, this couple decided to do it. And for some reason... I don't, I, I don't know the reason why, but for some reason, they decided to get swimwear that had pineapples on it. Of all things in the world, you know, you could get race cars, you could get sunglasses, you could just get could normal coloured. Well, yeah, okay, but that's a bit harsh towards this couple. They were just trying to do cute couple things and ended up potentially... Being in couple swings. What? <laughs> well, I mean, look, apparently, and again, I'm no expert here. Actually, I do know about this. Yes, yes, yes. Apparently, uh-huh. if... <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> if you wear something that has a pineapple on it... Correct. ...as a couple in particular, it gives off the vibe you're a swinging couple. It's also, if you go to a supermarket and you've got a pineapple... In the in the baby part, you know the baby suit. It's like when you're single and you have three bananas. Same thing. Sorry, but what? Yeah, if you go shopping Where? with your partner, if you're single and you got three bananas. Yeah, you put bananas in the baby seat, so it's not in amongst your groceries where it can get confused. But you pull the seat down and put the bananas there. It okay. tells off that you're single. What if? And same with the pineapple. But what if you don't need a trolley, so you just have a basket? If you have a pineapple or you have three bananas in your basket, is that also alluding to the no, fact because, that you're single? Because if, say, someone were to approach you when you got a basket and they're looking at what you're buying in the basket, you should probably stay away from them because that's just they need a new hobby. You know what I mean? Like, But, yeah, that's a little fun fact. I forgot about the pineapple one. I don't know what it is about pineapple. I and thought it, the rule was a physical pineapple, though, not the print. But then I well, guess if they're wearing the same thing, it is definitely They're wearing the same thing, swimwear with yeah, pineapple on it. Yeah, very strong vibe. Very brave, too, mm. I would have thought. Yeah. But anyway, if you're confident with your significant other, confident enough to be able to show up in pineapple swimwear, yeah. whatever helps you sleep at night, I suppose, whatever floats your boat. But I just, when I read that, I was just like, Okay. I feel like there should be rules. Like that someone should write a book that has all the details and the technicalities of these fruit in your windows. You know what I mean? Because there are so many people I'm sure who are listening right now going, I buy a pineapple every week and I put it in the kids' seat <laughs> because it's more convenient. It's an awkward shape. Or I put my bananas here. What sort of vibe am I throwing off? Like I feel like maybe the supermarket should have a podcast or something and they just say the fruit of the week and what it means. Well, I mean, they can do. I make that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Pitch it to them. I might. Actually. It can go on their respective radio stations that all these supermarkets <gasps> tend to have these days. Yes. Like, yep, guys, it's Thursday. You know what that means? Get those pineapples out. It's thirsty Thursday, everyone. Okay, and you've gone and ruined it. Ugh. 
have you gotten stuck into those juicy tomatoes? Uh, well, if you haven't, I tell you what, you just put one inside you and... Oh, oh my gosh. Does it explode? Oh, my gosh. We're going to a break. We're going There's to a break. There's that tomato. Don't get me started on the watermelon. It's in season right now. Just take one bite. You are not to be trusted. Delightful. Anyway, I'd love to know. 0404-000-736. When have you been, well, in a situation and you, the vibe's just been given off incorrectly? It's Carl and Catherine here for your Monday morning on 88.3. This is Billie Eilish. I am facing a huge fear this week, and this has been years in the making, and I've decided to bite the bullet. It's finally happening, and I thought I would share because I want to know if anybody else has been putting things off because this could be the inspiration you need. Are you finally taking the pineapple out of your trolley? Um, first of all, I'm single, so I'm not swinging with anybody. <laughs> I can't even find one person. Oh. Um, but... I have decided after years of agonizing over this decision, Bianco, to finally put trust in somebody else to manage my eyebrows. Oh, okay. I thought it was put trust in somebody else to do a radio show with. Look, I mean on the cards. Um, (laughs) But no, I have for years. So obviously as a kid and being like growing up in the 90s or whatever, doing dancing, I had thinner eyebrows. And so I spent a long time growing them out. And it was the point where I was like, I'm not touching them. No one else is. I'm going to let them go back to their natural state and then we'll figure it out. But in the last couple of months, I've had to start doing some new work things where there's people other than myself touching my face and doing makeup on. And for their well-being and now mine, because they're beginning to become like way too hard to handle, I've booked an appointment in this week and I've just been stressed ever since. Like, it's all I'm thinking about at the moment. I keep checking their Instagram, the place that I've booked into, to make sure that everybody's doing well and, you know, all the brows are even. But it's the most irrational thing in the world. And I bet you when I come in on Friday, I'll be like, guys, it was fantastic. I love it there. But up until that point, it's all I'm going to be thinking about. Right. And I just need to know, is there something in your life that you're, like, been putting off or you're sort of sitting there and being like, you know what? I've just heard Catherine's overcoming a fear. I'm going to do it too. Yeah, driving. Ooh. Yes, actually. I've, I've never been fearful of driving, but something inside of me just stopped driving years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I got my owls when I was 16. Yep. I revisited it, like, potentially getting my license not long after I turned 21. And I was driving and I was doing really well. Yep. And then I just stopped. Mm-hmm. And then my sister got her license earlier this year. And then it was like a firecracker. And it was on. It's just like, okay, you've achieved something that I was meant to get before you did. Mm-hmm. And it just looked poorly on me. So, I'm on my way. Yes. But the thing is, like, so it's one of those things. Like, once you get going, you're fine. Like, I'm sure you're saying with the driving, you're like, oh, I can't believe I well, held off for so but long. But the thing is, I'm not, like, fearful of driving. No. And I think I'm an all right driver. Like, <laughs> I'm getting the... from from. Uh, Jack hasn't seen you drive, to be fair. You can't judge my driving unless you've actually been in a car. Which we will be doing when you get the license. We will strap the GoPro into the car. (laughs) That's a distraction. You're not allowed distractions on the road. Come on. I've been driving you around for five years. That's a distraction. No, you haven't. You have. Not that long. It's like driving Miss Bianco. Anyway, so... Got the big test on Friday. Oh, 
we're actually saying that on radio. Oh, I don't mind. It's, you know. Can you imagine, guys, if you're going to tune into any show this year? First of all, it's Bianco's birthday bash as well on Friday. But if Bianco gets his license, I might cry. It might be the first time I cry on Look, air. I'll be so happy. I'm just putting out there that I don't want a birthday present of any sorts if I get this license. There you go. Another big call. I'm not going to say when because I'm not that no. confident. No, no, no. But if, if I get my license on Friday, that'll be the best birthday present either because I had a few personal goals before the age of 25. Mm-hmm. Getting my license was one of them. Yes. I was hoping actually before the 24th, but obviously there was obvious reasons why we yeah, couldn't. Yeah, it's a write-off. Um, would you like some focus crystals to help you? No, thank you. Your license? No, I don't want anything. <laughs> don't want it. Well, look at us. The two of us are just kicking goals. I want to know, Bayside, what's something you've been holding off doing and have you been inspired from this chat? 0404 736 and if you've been to the brow place I booked into, I would love to know uh, what your experiences are because your girl's nervous. I'm concerned about somebody here. Why? I'm deeply concerned. Well, look, I I wanted to do this on Friday, but I'm going to do it now. Um, I've been observing a particular person's social media sites. And you're jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm actually, I'm just concerned. I'm concerned that they're going to blow up to a point that uh, somebody might become a bit big-headed. Come on now. No, 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 not come on now. But I've got a, a, an observation that I've made when I actually listen closely. Jack, you might want to put your headphones on. Can we actually not play too much of this, though? Because I don't think you're actually allowed to. No, don't worry. I'm not playing too okay. much of it. But I, I've analysed this very carefully, Jack, and I, I want your thoughts on this, too. Have, have a listen closely to this and tell me whether or not you think you've heard somebody like this before. Have, have a little listen. Wonder, does anyone else have a word that if anyone else, does anyone else ever wake up with if anyone out there I just happens to be wondering? This. Does that sound familiar to you? Very, very familiar. Anyone, 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 anyone? Uh, somebody, anyone? yeah, somebody. I've done some digging. I can tell. I really have done some digging, so I've got that. Mm. But I've also got what it actually reminded me of. Have a listen. Hey guys, it's Nicole. Hey guys, it's Nicole. I genuinely hey guys, don't know what that Nicole. is, do you? Jack? Hey guys, I've never heard Nicole. of that before. Have you never? Hey guys, it's Nicole. No, I've never no. heard of this in my life. <laughs> the selfie blogger years ago, before the set social media site that somebody in our team is using a fair bit of. Well, two of um, you. Yes, yeah, so are Nicole, you, mate. No, I'm not using it. Yes, you are. There you are. There you are. Someone's in denial. Nicole, she used to film her face close up. Oh, I don't do that. And she'd go, hey guys, it's Nicole, hang on. And I just thought to myself, wow, that actually sounds a little bit like Catherine. And in case you were wondering where, you know, it might sound similar, just have a little listen to this. Hey guys. I love that you've brought Jack on and both of us have no idea what you're talking about. I appreciate that you've read I, I know there is up. somebody out there that can appreciate that as much as I just appreciate it. <laughs> Let's just hope they're listening. Hey? Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's enough out of you. Anyway, are you okay? I'm doing very well, actually. I'm sure? living my best life at the moment. Um, I'm a little... But yeah, who would have thought, guys, if you want to just um, have some spare time and you just want to film yourself with some sunglasses on in the car. Obviously, have you noticed, I haven't put our show near it because I didn't know if you liked it or not. But now that you've given it a bit of a spin. No, I mean, like, basically everything on there is what you talk about anyway. Well, this is it. It's called Research, my friend. And a couple of people actually from that social media site have listened to us on occasion, just so you know. So they're probably, you may be hearing from them after this. Well, if I do, there's a first time for everything.
And you may be just coming out of bed this morning. If you are, good morning to you. It's Carl and Catherine with you here on 88.3 Southern FM. The segues don't get better. Anyway, you know what also doesn't get better? You? Well, actually, I feel like I'm going to, once I hit my 40s, thank you for asking, I'm going to peak. I'm sort of just in this bubbling brewing stage at the moment. But anyway, enough about me. Can't peak when you already have. I want to talk about Boris Johnson and what happened to him over the weekend uh, at a memorial. Boris. I don't know if you saw what happened. Is it under his umbrella? Yeah. <laughs> Allah. Boris Johnson, um, very well known as the UK Prime Minister, had a public appearance at a memorial, very sombre affair, sitting next to Prince Charles, and it was quite windy. And Boris had an umbrella and politely, actually surprisingly from Boris, actually asked a woman behind who I believe is an advisor of his whether she wanted the umbrella. And she said no. (laughs) So Boris goes, great, this is all mine then. Opens it up and um, in front of Prince Charles loses control of the umbrella. That's it. Not the only thing Boris has lost control of. Ain't that the truth? Um, (laughs) But I want to know, when have you been in a situation where like – the something you just could not afford to happen has happened. Like something so embarrassing in front of a whole heap of people. Because I remember my cousin once, we were at the MCG for um, the Anzac Day game. And obviously it's very well known that there is a minute silence yep. at the MCG where mm. back in that time we could have full capacity, 100,000 people, complete silence. I don't know if you've been to that game, Bianco, but it's very eerie when mm. there's a minute silence. Oh, yeah, no, I'm aware, yeah. And if your phone rings, it's not welcomed very much. And that happened to my cousin. And I've never heard a ringtone just have so much acoustic um, echo around the place because everyone was looking for whose phone it was. It was my cousin's. It was really bad. What was the ringtone sound? Um, it was like that real generic, like, da-da-da-da. Like, you know, those, like, real standard ones? <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't personalized. That would have been really bad. Ooh. Imagine, um, imagine that personalized and you just got a robotic voice come on. It's Carl. It's the wife. <laughs> it was horrendous. Like still, sometimes I get flashbacks to it. It was so bad. Mine's any time I've split my pants. Yeah. That Not seems great. to be your brand, that. You bring it up a bit. Look, historically it has been. Lately... Not, Not so much. much, and I'm kind of glad that oh, it hasn't been so much. Oh, you're manifesting it. It's going to happen again. Lately, my worry has been with shoes. With shoes? Yeah. My worry is always shoes. I just haven't had a good run with a particular pair of shoes I've got at the moment. Yeah, I know. And the thing is with Bianco, because I work in the um, shoe game, he feels the need to give me feedback like I work there. Shoe, shoe. That's what I say. It's the kind of feedback I give you. Yeah, no, for me, I reckon that's where I'm lacking. I've got another pair. I told you about those slide-on shoes that I wear. Yep. That you think are thongs, but they're not. They look like it. Slides. Anyway, second pair I've got starting to break. Wait, you're still wearing them in winter? Yeah. Of course. It's just to wear around the house. Ah, oh, they're a house I don't wear... Shoe. They're a household item. They're not an outside household See, item. See, I wish I could be someone who could do that, but I just can't. I will have, like, an Ugg... Like, I'll get Ugg boots, right? Mm. And I'll wear them for, like, two days. I'm like, I'm done with this. Really? Socks. And that's it. What, around the house? Yeah, no shoes. No, you can't do that. Oh, why? You've got to wear some kind of footwear. Otherwise, no. it ruins your carpet. I would argue wearing shoes ruins your carpet. Because it's a lot harsher. Than... I don't know. Not in my household. <laughs> I'm told I have to always put a pair of shoes on. Really? 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the emphasis. I'm not good with slippers, so that's why I got these slide-on shoes and then second pair of them, and I've almost broken them again. Not good. Probably because you're wearing them on carpet and it's slippery. No, I think it's because I wear socks with them. Oh my gosh, it's socks and sandals. He's 95 years old. <laughs> I am not. I'm oh. like warm feet. And, you know. Well, maybe 95 at, uh, at on the inside. I don't know. No, I'm not that. Yeah. You no. know who um would appreciate that? Who? Friend of the show, Glenn Robbins. He had a song about that. Yeah. And if he wears that around the house, he wouldn't be criticised, would he? So why am I getting Yeah, but criticized? he's Glenn Robbins, so, you know. Oh. Okay, way to make a guy feel good on a Monday morning. <laughs> anyway, when if you embarrass yourself in public, let us know. 0404 000 736. Kapow. I'm coming at you with a little thing I want to call. Do you remember? Ooh. And I'll tell you why I want to call it Do You Remember? Because. You're going to ask us, Do You Remember? Now, a story that I read across the weekends inspired what I'm about to talk about. Remember when you first turned 18? Yes. And you're hitting the club scene of Melbourne mm-hmm. when you can, when you could. Yep. And you go into places, they've got lights everywhere, flashing lights, you know, various different colours. You know, a woman in the UK with her partner has gone into a club and worn some comfort underwear. Uh-oh. Yeah. Like, I'm talking granny-type underwear. She's documented it on the social media platform. You know, it's gone viral because... The UV lights no. in the venue. Everyone has had this happen. Have highlighted what she was wearing underneath. Yes. I mean, I don't know about you, but I recall going to clubs back in the day. I, like, I mean, I generally wore darker pants. Mm-hmm. I was never one for the lighter colored pants. Yep. But I just remember being in various different clubs over the years and wearing like a lighter top. And then all of a sudden you're going purple or you're going yellow, or you're going red. Yes, never ever wear a white skirt, guys and girls. It wasn't, it wasn't good. <laughs> Although there was this one event that I went to, and it was relating to school ending. Mm-hmm. They hosted it annually. It used to happen on a weeknight. Yep, I too went to that, and it wasn't good. Everybody in school clothes. Not good. Oh, uh, that was fun. Not. No, nah, it actually was all right back in the day. I don't know. We sound like really old people talking about it back in the day. <laughs> Do you remember? Back in my day. Anyway, I'd love to know when you found yourself in a situation like that, just an unfortunate situation yep. to find yourself in. It could be that, you know, you're having a particular kind of shot and all of a sudden it's gone onto the wrong part of your, what you're wearing because yep. that also happens quite a lot. Or the wrong top or the wrong bra and it's just, you're stuck with it the rest of the night. Or maybe you've overdone it and something's come out of where it shouldn't have. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're wearing something that you probably shouldn't mm-hmm. be wearing. No. I mean, it happens to the best of us. We've you don't feel there. your best at the time, I can there's, tell you there's that no, for free. There's no shame. No shame whatsoever. If that's how things have escalated, that's okay. Anyway, these things happen. Unfortunately, I've I've never really suffered too badly. 
Just put it on the record. See, I know for a fact it's about to happen to me. It's on the car. <laughs> I've got a wedding to go to in a couple of weeks, and I'm doing a completely backless dress. Oh. And so I need to be sticking things to ensure that the dress stays put. Well, that sounds and good. And this dress, and I'd love people's advice on this, it's all tied. So it's not actually a dress. It's just material, and you sort of tie it to yourself and I know for a fact either something's going to fall off me or the dress is going to fall off me something's going to come unstuck it's going to be bad so check in with me in a couple of weeks we've just definitely manifested that all right right at the altar it's going to be nasty thanks for sharing that I look forward to <laughs> seeing hearing all about that and how it unfolded Damn. I'm not Carl Catherine for your Monday morning <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this footage that is going viral online of somebody that is very near and dear to Australia. Oh, okay. I talk of none other than the Queen. Yes. Is it the cows thing? That's my no, favourite no, no, video no, online no, no. ever. No, no. This isn't a disrespectful thing in any way. <gasps> Neither was that. It's literally the Queen pointing and saying cows. Oh, okay. I'm not saying anything about the Queen and cows. I don't, li- I don't like the sound of it and I don't think the Queen does either. No, she's at like a rodeo and there's horses and okay. then she's like, cows! It's amazing. It wasn't a great impersonation, mate. I wasn't meant to. So anyway, some footage has emerged of the Queen in an interview. What are we now? 2021? 15 years ago in 2006. She was asked a number of questions and this is how it unfolded. Trouble is, you see, I was off edging in front of you. (laughs) Does that upset you? Nah. Said that? (laughs) She was asked a question. Her response... Quite simply, to that question was... Nah. I like that. And it's blown up because a lot of people have inserted the Queen's thoughts out of context. Ah, okay. Do you think England can win the Euro? Nah. Do you think Brexit was a good idea? Nah. Do you really like cows that much? Nah. (laughs) Is Harry estranged to the royal family? Nah. Oh, good on you, Queen. I didn't realise he got a four book deal. How many How many chapters is going to be in his life that needs to go over four books? That's got to be a record. Do you like Meghan Markle? Nah. Oh, okay. Well, He's, I didn't want to put that hey, there. What do you think about it? That Harry, it, it's almost like Harry Potter. It's a new UK Harry with a series of books. Four. Crazy. Anyway. I love little, the... Yeah. Little bit of... Oh, sorry. So please continue. No, no. I rudely interrupted what you... You sounded See, like you were going to something. that was your you should have said, nah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I Me think, too. You know, any doubt about the royal family showing any forms of, you know, normality in their lives, Deco. I love the Queen. Just small things like that. I thought that was just priceless to hear something like that. Thank you, Queen, for giving us that. Thank you. It's, it's really good. And also, thank you for bringing the cows thing into my life because it is my favourite video on the internet. I haven't seen it. I might put it on our socials. We'll see if I can figure out how can to do you? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'd really love to see it. It's my favourite. All right. Anyway, that's the queen for you. And yeah. a little... <laughs> yeah, you asked for it. Yeah. A story came across my desk this weekend, Bianco, involving a teacher and his prep class. Oh. And... It's pretty amazing. Now, obviously, you actually mentioned this earlier in the show about your history ripping your pants. <laughs> Have you ever done it whilst at work? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. 
I'm going to say yes. Yes. Well, the same thing happened to this poor teacher. But obviously, being the only adult in the room teaching a sea of children, no one was going to help him out. And so he was teaching away. He had his back to the kids, writing on the whiteboard. Yeah. And he could hear a bit of giggling. And he's like, okay. And he said, class, settle down, get to your work. I think they were doing times tables or something. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a student came up and wouldn't look him in the eye and handed him a piece of paper. And he goes, what's that? And she goes, it's for you. And he opens it up and it says, you have a hole in your pants. All the kids are talking about it. And a smiley face with the line is in like a neutral face. And he then had to make a decision. Do you, Does he commit to teaching? Does he tell the kids off for laughing at the hole, which was very badly placed in his pants or does he try and get a sub in so he can get new pants and being a professional that he was he decided just to keep going and did the rest of the lesson with a hole in his pants not bringing it up but obviously he took it to tiktok everybody thought it was hilarious yeah and um i would assume very similar to the time that i got student of the week for being the only person out of um, my teacher's sight who laughed when she passed gas once this student would have gotten student of the week. Yeah. I can't help but think, you know, what goes to a teacher's mind when they have to deal with so many different students? Can I say just from the very brief stint I did dance teaching, oh my goodness, they, teachers deserve a medal, particularly in these COVID times, but even before that, it's it's a lot. I can't believe how much they actually go through teachers. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got a lot of friends who are teachers these days and just hearing yeah. some of the stories and their workload, mm-hmm. even during these times, even more so, yeah. like they're always behind. Mm-hmm. Here I was thinking, you know, teachers get their holidays and stuff like that at the school terms like we do. No. No, no, no. They're not, you know, taking time off and having times of their lives exploring the rest of the country or wherever when they can. No. Lesson plans and crazy stuff. They're correcting all the work that all the kids have submitted and all these other things, extra stuff that they have to do. It's nuts. Nuts. Mm. Another thing that comes to mind when it comes to the whole splitting your pants at work. Yes. I remember when I was younger, my dad had that happen to him. I think you've told this story. It's amazing. Have I? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you so, had to emergency. Yeah. So, so I was at home with mum and my sister, and then all of a sudden. Mum gets the phone call and Dad's like, "I've split my pants. I need you to, need you to come and help." So we find ourselves driving to South Melbourne where he was working at the time, and then he just sort of subtly walks out to us <laughs> in the car and and gets his other pair of pants. I mean, it happens. Well, the only story that I can have that even vaguely matches up to that is that I have I told you the story about me and the tomato. Yes, you have. Yes. Sat on a tomato in high school or yeah. girls' school. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to a break. No need to share anymore. Please, that's enough. Enough. Very unfortunate. We're going to a break. A woman, a flatmate, has been exposed Ooh. for leading on their other flatmate for eight months. Eight months. Eight months. So, the scenario is this: these two, they share a house together. Yep. Really good friends. Had a little bit of history in the past, but overcame that and have been living together. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there was this TV show in the UK. I think it's called Ghost or something along those lines where they expose people when they're unsure whether or not they have been yep. ghosted. So similar to Catfish. Yeah, something along those lines. Yep. Anyway, so this guy contacts them. They 
you know, follow it up because every time he says, let's talk over the phone, have a conversation over the phone, she was always like, oh, I can't right mm-hmm. now. Like always, it's a bit like the, who was the Aussie artist in Australia had a similar situation? Casey Donovan. Casey Donovan. Yeah. For yeah. years thought that they were. It was like were, six years. Yeah. 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 It's amazing how this happens. Mm-hmm. Like you just feel for the people at the end of it because they feel like they're falling for someone yeah. and somebody doesn't, well, end up being the person they thought they were. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... They used a name and they used photos of a woman from New Zealand mm. to cover up the fact that it wasn't them. Yep. After eight months, exposed to this TV show, turns out the flatmates, flat, flatmates, flatmates living together. Yeah. It was no. the female flatmate. No. After <gasps> eight months, she was exposed. Yep. It was her the whole time. That's terrible. So she's secretly, for those eight months, had feelings for her flatmate. Oh, my gosh. And rather than talk about it, yeah. person to person, has hid behind a um, a dating site for eight months. See, this is the thing with, like, because I used to watch a lot of Catfish back in the day, like a lot of people did. You'd come home from school and you'd watch it. And catfish, be... not cat dog. No, huh. not cat dog. I, I love never cat really dog. got into cat dog. I did actually. cat dog. Oh. Cat dog. No, catfish. And what I learned from my extensive viewing of catfish is the fact that a lot of it stems down and bubbles down to people having low self esteem. And also, the fact is true that it's hard to tell people that you have feelings for them. Oh, yeah. But to do it under such a different personality, a different, a whole different person. It's really sad, you know, mm. and it really, it hurts you. It hurts the person that you're catfishing. Mm. Like, it's just a lot. Yeah. No, it is. No. But it just happens so frequently these days. Do you reckon people, when they um, see photos of us after listening to us, they're like, oh my gosh. I'm actually surprised either of us haven't been catfished. Really? Well, like I don't have the interest in do- online date to even do it. I've never had anybody abusively message me saying, why did you do this to me? So, I mean, that's a good, good sign of things, isn't it? Oh, you're surprised you haven't catfished somebody. Is that what you're saying? I'm surprised I haven't been used as a photo for a catfish. Oh! I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, now everyone's going to line up for it, guys. Yeah, they should. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, uh, there you go. Um, Carl's sliding into your DMs. Think twice, not, ladies. It's not Think me. twice. It's not me. It's actually um, Jorge. No, no, I'm kidding. Well. It's not me, though. When were you ghosted? I got my first taste, Bianco, over the weekend. What of? Of what it would be like to be a dance bum. Oh, okay. Remember that TV show that used to be on back in the day? Yeah, that ended well. And it was all the women just, you know, really supporting their kids and wanting the best for their kids. But aren't you saying it wrong? Aren't you supposed to be like, dance mom? No, because we're from Australia and we say mum. Yeah, but for some reason, a lot of Australians tend to take it that way. Like, dance mom. No, well, not me. Mom. I understand that. Mommy, mommy, mom. Please stop. You say. Um, I yeah, I'm beginning to understand them more because I saw something on social media this week, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it because I'm so impressed. But also, I can't look at my dog the same way. Oh no, it doesn't involve dogs, does it? It does ah. because someone has posted a video, and it is incredible, of their dog, who she just happened to one day want to do a bit of painting. Oh okay. And she realised very quickly that her dog did too. But her dog is so good at painting 
that it can literally draw flowers and do backdrops. Like it actually looks like a human has done it. And the way it works is this dog will look at the paints that it wants and then take it to the owner. The owner will open the cap up and then this dog will get a paintbrush in its mouth and then paint on the canvas. So she did the whole piece and we literally see the dog do it. And now I look at Norman and I'm like, you haven't expressed an interest in the arts, but like, why haven't you? Like, I just saw a dog paint a flower. What? What? <laughs> what? Like, seriously, it, I just, even thinking about it now, it blows my mind. And like Norman, I remember once I wanted just to get a footprint of his once and we had to paint the bottom of his foot. And he wouldn't even persevere with that and he wasn't doing anything. I had to put his foot on a piece of paper and he wouldn't do that. And here's a dog with a canvas painting stuff that is actually making money because people are buying it because they want to say a dog painted it. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I just feel like Norman and I have to go to some art classes. I think Norman might just be a bit lazy. Like, I mean, he's very much like his owners, but you know what I mean? What? Like, are you implying that you're lazy? Oh, Yeah. In terms of like effort, particularly with that, your art, that comes as a seem, shock. You should really. Yeah, you seem to be one of the most organised people I've ever met. I wish. No, actually, this is if you want to know what my organisation's <laughs> like, right? Just this weekend, it was a friend of mine's birthday, and they don't have it on social media, so it's one of those you have to always try and re- actively remember it. Yeah. I was so organised at the start of the year. I got a diary, wrote everybody's birthdays in it, so I knew, and then I lost the diary. And I found it and I opened it up and I was like, oh my gosh, I missed her birthday. So I had to message her. When That's was how organized it? I am. When was it? How long ago was it? Oh, it was only a couple of days ago. Oh, right. But I hadn't opened the diary for six months. Don't you hate it when something important to you goes missing and you can't find mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And eventually it just appears someday and you're like, oh yeah, I remember when that was important. And then you miss all these things that you're supposed yeah. to. But no, I really just rely on my phone calendar now. That's the yes. piece of my organization. See, as I've gotten older, one thing that I utilize more is the calendar and the notes. Notes. The notes section. I have 150,000 of them. But I, sorry. There's a million. My brain goes, literally, I've got so many notes. Dear diary. I'm going to put it in my notepad on my phone. No dear diary, but yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, I want to know, like, is anyone else like fiercely competitive? Has this news really made you rethink what your dog's doing with its downtime? Like Norman sleeps, but this dog is literally making money for the family. You don't want to know what Fifi does. She sings. (laughs) <laughs> she actually does if you put the sweet escape on. Yeah. Although I don't think it's singing. I think it's actually a stressful encounter for her for whatever reason. We need a dog expert. She on, just resonates with the lyrics. Something happens. Like, it, she has an out-of-body experience yeah. whenever that song comes on. So we don't play it too often. Every now and then I'll have my playlist unshuffled and it'll come up and it scares her. And I apologize to her a lot. But she doesn't understand apologies, I don't think. She just understands the keywords. Yum-yums for food, walk, you, to walk. You say yum-yums. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I like that. Yum-yums. <laughs> Time to have yum-yums. You hungry? She understands the word hunger. They are so smart, dogs. They are, particularly this one that paints. See, Norman's smart because he's um food motivated and he knows that like if he just keeps to himself, people will want to give him food so he wants to hang out with us. It's amazing and he does. how much they demand food the older yeah. they get. It's, it's, I, I'd love it if dogs actually could speak. English. I don't think that'll ever happen in our lives. No, there's actually technology in, um, I think it's Japan, the way they're actually working on that. Mm. So you never know. Fifi might finally be able to tell you why she likes Gwen Stefani so much. No, I think she'll be dead by the time that Hey! Oh, but, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I'd, I'd hate to it. I don't want to see my This dog is taking a turn. Let's go to a song. You know, it's interesting. 
and it's not something that's really foreign to us, but it kind of can be at times as well. When we go to eat something here and then we go and eat something internationally, turns out a lot of things that we eat or a lot of things that we're used to calling one thing are not the same overseas. Correct. Apparently, dessert over in the UK is called pudding. Well, now no, that's a strange one. Just in general, like every dessert? Yeah. What if it's like a cookie or something? Uh, have some pudding. Oh, I don't know. I mean, if that's how it goes, that's how it goes. <laughs> cordial over in the United States. Not called cordial. What is it? Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. I mean, what? Mm-hmm. What's the go? The Kool-Aid? It's a cordial? brand. How? It's a brand. It's, it's sort of like, you know, when someone says have a Kleenex? But it's just a random tissue. Okay. It's like that with Kool-Aid. New Zealand apparently don't call vanilla slices vanilla slices. No way. I Actually, know. No, I do know this. It's gross, isn't it? Oh, your reaction says otherwise. <laughs> no, they call it custard squares. Oh, I thought, aren't they called snot blocks somewhere as well? Oh, what? That's why I said it's gross. That's what they're called. Snot blocks? Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. I don't reckon they would call them snot. They do. But- Producer Jack's nodding. Do you know something, Jack? Yeah, they, they don't call it snot blocks in New Zealand, but they call it in the country here. So there like, you go. Snot Ballots. blocks in the country here? Like Ballarat or like... I've never heard of in that. In the country, yeah. Really? Speaking of though... Yes. I don't know. Have you? Have I ever told you the story of the steak flurry? Yes, you have. It oh, sounds just. I tell you what, if I could have that no. in Melbourne Mm-mm. on the daily, I would. Do you want to just refresh everyone's memory what that is? It's called steak florentine. So basically what it is is a bit of... St- it looks... Externally, like a chicken schnitzel, but mm. internally, it's got steak. No, it's got, I think it's bacon or it's ham, and it's got cheese. And it is one of the tastiest things you'll ever get. For some reason, I believe you can only get them in Horsham. That's where one side of my family's from. So, anytime Nan comes down, yep. I'm hoping she has one of two things steak flurries and lemon slice. Oh, lemon slice is great. Well, she makes her own lemon slice. Mm. And every time she comes down, she always feels the need to make me lemon slice. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> Clearly. But I loved it when I was a child. And as you get older, it's kind of like, man, the novelty sort of worn off with that one. Oh, but anyway, it still tastes even it's, better. It's it still nostalgia. tastes as good as ever, for yeah. the record. And I'm not mad about it. I do love me lemon slice. <laughs> Jam in the United States. Well, we know this is called jelly. jelly. Why? I, that really does twist my head. But then we say jelly about jelly, but they say jello. I don't like that. I wish the whole world was in unison with some things. Mm. You know? It's just like over there they call chips fries. Yeah. Or crisps. Oh, don't get me started. (laughs) Do not get me started on that. There's that. Then, I don't know. Have you ever had HP sauce? I saw this on MasterChef. The one episode I watched, um, Jock is obsessed with HP sauce. What is it? Isn't it like a spicy sauce? Can we do a quick Google on that, Producer Jack? A spicy sauce. I'm reliably informed. Yes. It is? Mm. Okay, good. See, I'm onto it. Supreme Pizza. Now, this is this one caught me off guard. Supreme Pizza in Canada is called the all-dressed pizza. The what? All-dressed. <laughs> all-dressed. <laughs> is it because it's got all elements on it? The All-dressed. All I love that. Can we adopt that? <laughs> it sounds like a very Aussie thing, doesn't it? It's like the so, most organized pizza ever, the old dress. Do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like those people who want to have salad instead of pizza, they go over the phone and it's like, oh, uh, pizza shop, what would you like? Oh, 
Look, I'm look. I don't want to eat a real pizza full of stuff, but I want the all dressed pizza. Oh, see, so, salad on a pizza. I wish you did this on Friday because we could have called pizza shops and seen if anyone knows what the all dressed is. Nobody would. Nobody would. I don't reckon. Oh, I mean, if there's a Canadian working in the pizza shop, maybe. That's <laughs> or, wild. Or somebody who knows a lot about you know Canada. Another thing, soft drink. I, I, this one caught me off guard when I was over in the States. They don't call it soft drink over there. They call it soda or soda pop. Yep. Or fizz in the UK. <sighs> and the last one I'll leave you with today. In the United States, they don't acknowledge scones as scones. 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 They call them biscuits. Oh, <laughs> Have you ever cut a beautiful warm scone in half? Layer it with the jam, not jelly, jam, and then put, what is it again? Cream? <laughs> Clearly a favourite of yours. No. Well, some people would put whipped cream, but no, you no. just put the nice... I'm just not a cream person, fresh... full stop. Oh. It's not for me. Oh, no, really? Mm-mm. No cream at all? No. What about sour cream? Oh, I love sour cream. Oh, That's are... different. Come See, on. I'm a savoury gal, not a sweet. It's still cream. No, different. No, no, Very different. If you have sour cream, it's cream. Like cream. That's good. Anyway, 0404-000-736. Have you ever gone anywhere else and they've called something that you know really well something else and it's caught you off guard? Let us know. Normally, we like to end the show on a high and get people really up and about for their week, Bianco. <laughs> but I'm about to ruin the week for you guys. I'm sorry to do this do you to, to you. but do you really have to? I went through probably one of the most traumatic things to ever happen to me while I was in my retail life on Saturday. And I genuinely have hit a point in life where... I just don't think there's anything more torturous than what I went through. Now, we know on this show, Bianco, you play it from time to time just to annoy me. A little song that goes like this. Oh, you mean uh, this one right here. Yes. It stems from a very difficult level in Just Dance 2 on Nintendo Wii back in the day. I have not been able to listen to this song since. And unfortunately for me, it's in the charts at the moment. And I am going to just put it out there in saying that a store next to me took it a little bit too far over the weekend and had it on loop. You can never take that song too far. It just the same song over and over again for at least an hour and a half. I was about to call security. It was just so horrendous. Ready, everybody now. <laughs> But the worst part is, you know how that song ends and then it softly builds? You're like, oh, it's finally over. And then you'd hear it again and again and again and again. And it just had me thinking, what songs, like for you, for instance, Bianca, because I know we're running out of time, what is one song that you just cannot stomach listen to, listening to more than once? Do you know which one always team- annoys me? What's that? This one. <gasps> I love this. There's something about it every time I hear it. Rivers in the Heart by Delight. So I just hear it and I'm, I get sick of it. Initially, I hear it. You hear the start of it and it's like, it's oh so yeah, groovy. sounds good. And then you hear her singing. So, if, every time I hear it, enough. it reminds me of, um, you know, in the movie The Heat with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy and they do that bar scene. That's why I love it. How do you not like it? It, it just, just reminds anno- me of that. It gets on my nerve. I love that song. 
It's so good. Uh, well, I'm glad you like it. But yeah, I want to know. Maybe we could um, keep the text line going so Colin can let us know throughout the show. 0404 What is a song that you just cannot stand? Because Rasputin, for me, I almost thought you had taken up residency in the next store, Bianco. It was just so horrendous. It probably was me, to be honest. And the worst part is it's been stuck in my head ever since. And... <laughs> I don't see it clearing anytime soon. And so I'm sorry, guys, if this has ruined your Monday, but I just had to get it off my chest. And if you're the person who did it, I will find you. I know where you work. And let's be known, the next time I'm in there, you won't have a PA system. I know another song you strongly dislike. What's that? This one. No! No, do not. Hey! No! Sail away, no. sail away, I'm sail away. Taking my headphones away. off. No. Sail away, sail away. Oh, it's away, worse without the headphones. Away. I can just hear you. Sail away, oh. sail away. Here we go. Sail away, sail away. I take it back. Rasputin can stay. Da, 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 da. Oh. Good old Enya. Nap. That's that's a great. Can we one. get the Queen back up again? What? <laughs> do you actually want the Queen back up again? Yeah, I do. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that one, Catherine? Nah. Nah. I disagree. I actually think oh, it's quite good. That was awful. <laughs> You always just take it a step too far. Even I forgot I hated that song until you played it. I love a bit of Enya on a Monday morning. And now that's stuck in my head. Thank you very much. I think it's a really good time to wrap up the show. I'm not mad about that. Oh, I am. I'm not mad about a bit of Orica flow. (laughs) Orica. See, they should have just called it a simple name, Sail Away. That's the premise of the song. Isn't that the only thing they say in the song? It's Orinoco. I'm not even going to. No, please don't. Please stop. Thanks. End of the show. End of the show. Hallelujah. Yep. It's been a wild ride, guys. Hasn't it? Painting dogs, songs you hate, you roasting me. I still don't understand the reference. Have a listen back to it, okay? Have a listen closely. I'm surprised. That's the one thing I've learned from today, that you didn't know who Nicole was. No, well, and it appears, considering there's three of us in a room, Jack didn't either. Most people don't, unfortunately, for Nicole. Maybe Just we could get a resurgence because of you roasting me. A late submission to songs... That uh, people dislike? Yeah. 1,000 Miles. <gasps> Who said that? Or was it 100 Miles? What's that song? There's the I Would what? Walk 500. Yeah, no, that one. I think that's, 500 Miles. I think that's the one I've been Or there's um, If I Could Fall Into The yeah, not that Sky. But I Walk. We're out of here. Yeah. Bye-bye now. Bye. Have, Have a, a great weekend. Week, guys. I've done it again. Week. This is what happens when you work on weekends. Be better. And I'm working today too, so I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry, guys. Have a great week. See you on Friday. Colin's up shortly. Take care. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.